Welcome to Bipolar Inquiry, drafting and crafting bipolar consciousness since 2016 by philosophizing, relanguaging, and harvesting mania's special messages, meaning visions, extraordinary experiences, ideas, insights, superpowers, possibilities, synchronicity, and parallel worlds. The Bipolar Inquiry podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information discussed on the show is not medical advice. Now, let's get started with this episode. feeling really drugged. I sound drugged and yesterday I spoke with Peter Smith, the naturopath from the UK. It was a really long call on Skype and he's going to write me up a bunch of recommendations and yesterday I got a shipment of vitamins, the one I ordered before I learned about Peter Smith. And one of the things I got in there was coenzyme Q10. So I took one of those yesterday. And then this morning I took two, I think they're 600 milligrams of NAC or N-acetylcysteine. And I also had some glycine, which is one of the amino acids he talks about. And I also had some L-theanine, which is mentioned in some of that stuff about the neurotransmitters too. So, I took one theanine, a glycine, and two NAC, and I took them on an empty stomach, and then I was driving, and I was feeling really tired, like I can't keep my eyes open, and I'm sometimes tired in the morning after taking lithium and trazodone, and um, Seroquel at night, but not that tired. I was sort of trying to keep my eyes open while driving. And then partway through the drive, all of a sudden it felt like something had lifted because I've been feeling a lot of anger lately and frustration. And I don't enjoy that feeling, but it seems like it's there and it's difficult to make it go away. But it felt like for all of a sudden it kind of lifted and went away and I was like oh I just feel slightly better even though I feel slightly drugged so I'm going to go through and write down a little summary page for myself of what affects what amino acids or neurotransmitters what amino acids do and he also talked about total darkness sleeping and blue blocker glasses. I have some orange sunglasses. I don't know if they're blue blockers. They seem like they are. And he talked about blue light therapy, which is getting a bright blue light in the morning for the morning time. Um, 
and I was trying to look those up, but, um, yeah, I couldn't find one that he was talking about. So that'll be a bit of money, and then, um, he talked about a lot, and so there's the blue light therapy in the morning, avoiding the blue light at night with the blue blocker glasses, sleeping in total darkness, which could be a little challenging because I'm not settled wherever the heck I'm going to settle, but I could still try to do it. And yeah, but the main thing is I took a few different amino acids this morning and they are having an effect because the first thing he said that I need to learn is how to bring myself down which seems strange because I'm already down right now but by playing around to see with like what dose of what amino acids will bring me down and there are certain ones to try not it's not a haphazard trying it out it's how much does a certain dosage of this one like glycine or that one um, calm me down because certain ones affect the amino, the neurotransmitter GABA, certain ones affect dopamine, others serotonin, others glutamate. So based on what I read from his website and speaking with him, I think definitely glutamate amps up in me at some point. And then I think a lot of what he talks about goes along with some of the hypotheses that I've made up along the way like the brain growth theory and then it seems like my brain does grow through mania or just more energetic processes and then it hits a point where it can no longer grow anymore and it actually dies and then that's something I've said to myself recently is the brain state is mirrored in our behavior so in a brain state of high energy and mania one is taking risks or one is really curious or one is learning or one is behaving in different ways that are high energy maybe more social talking faster blah 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 so then what I feel like what happened recently was my I felt like I was gonna kill myself it's like that's mirrored in my brain is literally dying or it's not growing and a lot of what grew as my brain to be that high energy self curious learning creating it literally just died away and I'm feeling it it's, I feel very sluggish and very slow and especially today after taking those amino acids but that's part of the experiment with this is learning okay which combination do I need to take and I just took threonine NAC and glycine and I'm feeling like so hey maybe that's a good combo or I have to write down what creates what amino acids to sort of learn to navigate this but it gives me a bit of hope because those little bits of neurotransmitters or amino acids did do something and I'm on Seroquel and things but if I can feel more calm during the day maybe this will help me stop taking the Seroquel because usually or often I can stop taking it within a week to 10 to 14 days and I've been taking it I think for a month 
so that's a long time. But the cool thing is, it's obvious that the brain can grow back, the manic parts of the brain, and it seems like that's part of brain growth. And so after I figure out these sedating ones that he's going to help me to learn to navigate, then I'll be able to learn which ones to take to get into a bit of a higher state. I think I already know from his website and I could maybe buy those to have to see because I'll likely be a quick learner because um, I've already experimented with using alternatives in terms of the micronutrients and yeah if these amino acids could help me get rid of this anger that I'm feeling that is not helpful that would be great but on another note, if one looks at Dr. David Hawkins' scale of consciousness, I think anger is the the level of consciousness right below 200. And anger is more powerful than the other states below, like despair, shame, apathy, things like that. Um, it's still below the level of 200 but the level of 200 is courage so I do feel like I do have some of that courage because I'm trying to go on with this but there's still anger there it's a mixed state of anger and some courage so you know then it goes to willingness then it goes to reason then it goes to love then it goes to joy so I was probably at joy at some points in California for sure and that's what I think about with this bipolar is it's going up and down the scale of consciousness and so now if these amino acids could help that'd be great and I don't know if I said, but just taking these few that I had already and having a little bit of an effect gives me some hope that maybe I will be able to navigate with these amino acids. And I need to change my attitude from that of being, this is going to work forever, yay, I'm transcending and blah blah blah, to how is it today and if I can get some good days together what do I want to do next with my life if it's not uh, yakking about transcending and things like that and, and all the spiritual stuff I think that world is there but at the same time also if it if that world and and talking about it is used to separate this group from that group of people I don't think that is wise because because then one is going off into one's own monologue world and I think that's kind of what happens in so-called mania and then the brain eventually has to die back and be like no wait a minute you're a shameful guilty person who does crappy things and 
is mean and has anger and all these things inside just like any other human being. And it would be lovely if we could all transcend those lower states of consciousness, but who knows when that'll be happening. And and then I feel I'm in those other states that are really not fun and they're not really congruent with reality in that I have food, I have shelter, I'm not going to shrivel up and die. So I'm not saying that's enough in life per se, but for to feel all this stuff, I'm just saying it's not congruent. That misery isn't congruent with my reality, but maybe in contrast to the way it feels in mania and the way one feels the world could operate it is miserable suffering and there is some miserable suffering for sure but I'm wondering how to get through these next levels of consciousness and it's just kind of strange because I don't know what the next thing will be it feels like everything I was creating was erased because I was creating this story of transcending through micronutrients I'm still going to take some micronutrients I'll probably take two to four a day because I have a bunch of them and they do have a lot of good stuff in them but I do need to learn a new approach because that approach didn't keep me out of crisis but again I didn't create a lifestyle that might keep me out of crisis and maybe there's no such thing so I need to stop thinking that I'm going to avoid crisis for one and do this day by day thing and I've said before learning how to drive this bipolar rocket ship and and I think I think after all this yammering I'm kind of more willing to accept that it is I can't believe I'm going to say this an illness yeah Accepting that it is an illness and maybe I can make it less of an illness. Wait, it's an illness. End of sentence. And yesterday and the, and the day before especially, I worked on getting my videos up to date making the new audio videos, fixing those playlists, extracting the audios, saving those to iCloud, saving those to a hard drive, backing up the videos from iCloud to a hard drive. So now it's all up to date and I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to keep talking to myself. But I guess with this new leg of the journey, I may as well keep talking to myself.
for whatever reason. And yeah, not sure what I'll do next. If I can get some of this lethargy under control, I was thinking that maybe next I'll focus on physicality, like exercise and diet, not as like losing weight, but as instead of creating writing stuff down and insights and all of that, channel some of the energy into my body and see what happens and not really indulge the writing down of insights. We'll see. Because I also said it's possible that maybe divergent thinking can can be something that helps people improve how they feel if that's one of the things that we're good at or creativity so I don't know about that but after this controlling the ups and the downs with amino acids learning then the next part will be learning about the BDNF, which is the brain-derived neurotropic, neurotrophic, I don't know if it's tropic or trophic, factor, which is part of neuroplasticity. So what's interesting about that is I've talked a lot about how this has to do with neuroplasticity and brain growth. So if one can get to the point where one can feel okay mainly by providing the right factors for brain growth then that'd be kind of crazy because I've talked about how the brain becomes neurofluid. It's so fluid, it, it needs to be so dynamic. Not even having time to create habit circuits, but perception and action, and, and that really requires this fluidity of the brain. So, after that first initial part, that's what he teaches next. So, that would be cool, and it could take a year or two to learn all of this. So, yeah, it's more complicated than taking micronutrients, for sure. But it could be cool, I don't know. But it was enriching to talk with Peter Smith and there's a lot of information on his website. It's not like it's a secret what he what he does or what he teaches. So that's cool that he puts it out there like that. So, yeah, I don't want to talk about oh, this will work forever or that'll work forever. It's it's maybe 
day by day and also what do I want to do next if it's not talking about taking micronutrients and living in eternal joy for the rest of life. And I am curious about what is the creativity for, and I think I was talking a little bit about that, and doing a little bit of research on it, and doing a little bit of research on oxytocin. That's another interesting one, because he talks about the neurotransmitters. Um, oxytocin is a neuropeptide, and talks about BDNF, so I'm still going to look more into the oxytocin thing, and if I can feel a bit better, do the whole altruism thing, maybe, like, again, just try to start doing some of the stuff that I was saying, but in a simple way, just simply living life, that's what I was doing for the first three and a half years after I was labeled, and Life worked really well. I was on medication, and then I went off the medication, and life stopped working well, and then I started looking into all this weirdness, and and then life's been weird and complicated and up and down, and so, yeah. And the cool thing about what he talked about with the brain derived neurotrophic factor is that he was saying that when he did that stuff he was he got certain faculties back in his mind and I feel like I definitely have certain faculties missing like this memory one um, if I had some more working memory I think maybe I could create something useful, but I, I don't, so that's challenging. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So he, once I get that prescription or recommendations from him, then I can order this stuff, find out about a blue light. That thing looks cool. So yeah, I'm doing the business class and um, if my brain works, I'll, f I'll complete the class. If it doesn't, I don't know. And maybe I am kind of interested in getting a job. I need some money to pay for this stuff and to save up for certain things. So, yeah. Maybe a job that doesn't require mental stuff. A job that is very simple. Smile and nod customer service or something.
First, I need to get my ability to smile back. And it's funny how old I start to look when in these other states. I was watching some of the videos before things fell apart, just little bits here and there, and I was looking healthy and vibrant and energetic. And so he also said, Peter also said, I need to change my diet. Of course, I'm not eating very healthy. So I need to relearn that stuff because I kind of forgot all the great ways that I would take care of myself after I was hospitalized in April 2016. I sort of just started eating junk and not really taking care of myself properly. So yeah, I need to relearn that. and. If I don't get to it now, then maybe when I have wherever I'm living set up better, then I will, which is in a couple months. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. And lots to learn. And my new iPhone was supposed to arrive yesterday, but it didn't, and then... So maybe it'll arrive today. I'm kind of feeling right now like, why did I buy that? It's a lot of money. And I don't have a lot. It's kind of dwindling fast. So, but we'll see. It'll last for quite a long time. And I can sell this one while declaring that the battery is not the greatest because it's not so yeah if I get some mental health back I might go more into physical health. and just spend my money on healthy food and supplements stuff like that so yeah so you know it's depression when you get a brand new iPhone in the mail and don't even want to bother to set it up. Seriously a problem. Though today I do feel a little bit better. It's so, 
it's sort of wearing off though, the better feeling. This morning when I woke up around eight o'clock, I took one of these. I think I took two of these. And I took six of these. The morning before I took one of these. And I did feel some relaxation driving to my class at some point. So 6,000 milligrams of glycine, 250 milligrams of L-theanine, and 600 milligrams times two, I think, this morning, of N-acetylcysteine. I just got the NAC two days ago in the mail. The other ones I already had, and they are part of the navigation of bipolar with amino acids. So I was sort of experimenting with them before getting the dosages from my conversation with Peter Smith. So there are more amino acids to buy to use to navigate. And interestingly enough, I feel a little bit of anxiety right now, which I haven't felt. And last night I took half of a Seroquel instead of a whole one. And now I'm going to take my minerals. Now that it's hours later and I'm having something to eat, I'm going to take one zinc glycinate. One P5P, 50 milligrams. Folic acid. Oh, with B12, and there's 800 mcgs. Also, niacinamide. These are ones that I already had. take a magnesium citrate. I can't remember which pathway for what neurotransmitter magnesium and zinc are both a cofactor as well as other things. All of that information can be found on Peter Smith's website Balancing Brain biochemistry.co.uk and I'm also going to take one vitamin C right now 1000 milligrams and I'll take up to 4000 apparently this helps with the vanadium or vanadium I don't know how to say it toxicity which I learned about which Apparently, it's an agonist of lithium, meaning it competes with lithium or 
the higher the vanadium goes, the lower the lithium goes. So keeping the vanadium toxicity under control, which apparently can happen in mania with vitamin C, helps lithium work better. And I'll take a krill oil. Sometimes I take this later. I don't think this really has enough EPA and DHA in, oh, I'm supposed to take two soft gels to get that much. 120 milligrams and 70 milligrams. So I'll probably have to get a different fish oil, but again, I'm waiting for instructions from Peter. And I am vegetarian, but I did decide that I will take fish oil when necessary, and it will be part of my instructions for sure. And I'm fine with that, because really you can't get this EPA and DHA stuff from anywhere else, unfortunately. And I'm also going to take some of this, which is something I already had. Astaxin then plus. It's an antioxidant of sorts, and this is something I got new before I found out about Peter Smith's website. And he doesn't mention this at all anywhere, but me for myself, since a lot of what I experience feels like trouble in my heart that feeds up to my brain, I want to take something that helps my heart. So, CoQ10, 100 milligrams. And with that order, I got some bonus D3. So I'm going to take a couple of these. I used to take a lot of D. He doesn't really mention D on his website, but I'll wait to see what he has to say. But since I have it, I may as well take it. And I'll probably take some holy basil later, once some of this stuff goes into my system. He doesn't mention holy basil on his site. He does mention rhodiola, which is something I was looking up. But I decided to go with the holy basil, maybe because it was cheaper. So, he talks about rhodiola, I think, as affecting serotonin. So, I'll take that later and more vitamin C later. And I'm gonna wash that down with some smoothie.
So my little experiments with the amino acids yesterday and today. Yesterday taking the two NAC as well as one glycine and one theanine and then feeling that relaxation. And then today taking the six glycine as well as I think I took two NAC, might have only taken one and one theanine and I felt like I can get more done this morning. I washed my dishes, I've been doing laundry, I had a shower, I tidied my room a bit, I don't know what else I did, but I felt like I could get some stuff done. So this isn't even the full complement of amino acids that he talks about and I'm already feeling a little bit of result taking ones that I already had, I just didn't know in what way to take it to do what. So so yeah, doing that myself has given me some hope and I'm still waiting to hear what he says to do, even though Pretty much all the information is on his website. There's a lot of information. It takes a bit to comb through it. But it's good to hear from him and what he says to do. He did say that he'll give a range. So he says it's good to try the max dosages of each in isolation to see what they do. And that's what I've been doing a little bit with the glycine. He did say the max dose of that is 18 grams, so taking 18 pills. I could try that sometime to see what happens. Taking six definitely has an effect. I'm pretty sure glycine increases the neurotransmitter GABA. Last night I tried, since I have this too, if not all my, if I had all my stuff, I'd probably have a lot of different things to try because. I have a lot of weird stuff that I've collected and I think it was on self-hacked it said take 20 grams of astragalus powder for PTSD and I've made this as tea before and then sort of strained out the powder part just steep it for 20 minutes and then strain out the powder but I made it with two heaping scoops um, teaspoons which a teaspoon is about five so I thought two big teaspoons is probably close to 20. I made it as tea and then I drank it with the powder. I kept stirring the powder in and drinking it. That was, I think not last night, but the night before. I can't remember now. I think it was two nights ago. I just wanted to see the effect and it kind of felt like it altered my consciousness a little bit. I felt more floaty and kind of like, ooh, trippy. So... That was interesting. And then last night I tried, since of course I have less than granules too, it just sitting around, um, I tried four teaspoons of that, which that is something on Peter's website to try for sleep and calming down. So I tried that, I put a little bit in a smoothie or four spoons, which is in a little bit. And I don't know really what the effect was. I did sleep 
and I did sleep with half a Seroquel as opposed to a whole one. But I need to find a more convenient way to consume that because making making a smoothie every night is not really convenient. So those are some of the things I've tried. And he also sent a relaxation exercise that I'm supposed to do every day for a hundred days in a row. That's gonna be really challenging. I'm gonna try though. I did it last night and it was good. And the point is to program in a really strong relaxation response to counter the really strong stress response that seems to be hyperactive in people like us. What's interesting is since I took those vitamins, the Schumann sound, the Schumann resonance sound that I often hear got louder. I don't know what that's about. Nah. Yesterday I randomly clicked on a YouTube video on my feed and it was about a girl, I guess a woman now, named Josie Thompson and she has bipolar and the video was about bipolar bravery and joy and she shared a story about when it first started she was depressed with this darkness for three years and barely got out of bed and for me that's so sad to hear I couldn't imagine not being able to get out of bed for years concerns me when I can't get out of bed or I don't want to get out of bed but I do or and that goes on for a, a few days I couldn't I wouldn't be able to stand not being able to get out of bed for a week so sad that people suffer like that and what was interesting is after the three years she said she went to go live on a cattle ranch of a family member or something for nine months and for those nine months she said the darkness lifted and that was an interesting clue for me because I talk and I feel that being in nature is really important to me and she was able to be in a more natural setting and and the darkness lifted and I'm feeling like a lot of what I'm experiencing now is situational and I'm learning about that situational aspect that I haven't had in a long time because I've had my own space and things like that and right now I don't and seeing how that affects me and then she created something called the 444 project or something Asking 444 people would bring some joy in creating a documentary and she's gone around the world doing that and that's really cool. That is something that, not that I want to do that exact thing, but I've talked about altruism a lot but haven't really moved into it. I've created a lot of words and... Hopefully, I can go beyond the word thing because 
I kind of now see the limitation of that for sure. I've gone into my own monologue of words and I think now I need to focus more on being present with people that are around and for some reason I've found other things more, more important and they aren't necessarily more important. So, yeah, back to this whole amino acid thing. Another thing Peter Smith recommends, and these are all on his website, balancingbrainbiochemistry.co.uk. He, re he recommends darkness therapy or sleeping in total darkness. So I bought these darkness blind things that are made out of paper from Amazon and it's a six pack of them so I'm going to see what I can do about this darkness it's going to be a little challenging because I don't have my own space so yeah I could turn the lights out in the other room but they don't get turned out off so it might be hard to shade the darkness from the door and then what if I have to get up to pee it won't be completely dark um, yeah so we'll see and then the other thing is that to get the effect of darkness therapy one needs to wear blue blocker glasses for a couple hours before bed so I ordered some of those they were about $17 and the, the darkness things were about 35 and there's a six pack. Oh, I think I said that. And I already have these color therapy glasses. And I think they kind of do the same. But um, I got the other ones because they block here better. And they weren't super expensive. So I figured, why not? And then once I get the list of supplements, I will buy those. And I'm excited to try the taurine and... I think the tyrosine is for later once I know what can calm me down then I can boost myself up because tyrosine and phenylalanine create dopamine. And then the other thing to buy for this program is a blue light, a bright blue light. and. The one that he recommends is $150 plus tax. So I didn't buy that yet, but I am thinking of buying it soon because it's supposed to be uplifting and this blue light is one of the things that starts to create and turn on some of these pathways of neurotransmitters. and. I could use a boost, especially if at first I'm not supposed to be playing with tyrosine and I'm not supposed to utilize the blue light until I have this darkness of a room set up because being in darkness for 14 hours or 12 to 14 hours 
has been found to reduce mania. And I don't feel like I get super hyper manic, though I probably do biochemically. I don't seem to channel it into harmful things or some of the so-called hedonistic things. I might be hedonistic in terms of looking into more health or creating more ideas. I think I've been very hedonistic with the ideas I've created around mental health not being a thing or blah 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 and now I feel like okay I have to accept that there's something going on with my brain and it does feel like that now for sure especially since it really slowed down recently it feels like molasses and then taking a few amino acids it makes it slightly better um yeah so the whole time I've been creating these ideas around that which is hedonistic for sure, I would say. But anyway, this darkness therapy is supposed to help calm that down, so if I have that set up, then it's safer to experiment with some of the other amino acids. So, again from Peter's website, one of the neurotransmitters that's excitatory is glutamate and some of the things that sort of bring it down are zinc, NAC, glycine, and taurine. And right now I'm taking three of those, I'm not taking taurine. And taurine helps to make GABA, which is an agonist of glutamate. And I do think that my serotonin is low, but I'm not sure if he will recommend that I boost it with tryptophan and other things because of being on the antidepressant trazodone for sleep. But I read that there's aggression if serotonin is low, and lately I've been feeling a lot of anger and some aggression, which I don't generally experience but it's there for sure like I feel like I could throw a box or I felt like I wanted to throw my phone I wouldn't do it but I had the feeling like I kind of want to just smash something <laughs> which I don't generally get so probably my serotonin is low so I might get some tryptophan and hopefully try to not take this trazodone and I'm wondering if he'll switch me to lithium orotate so if I'm able to come off the Seroquel switch to lithium orotate then really what's left is the trazodone which I have for sleep so maybe I'll be able to taper off these meds pretty quickly I don't know and the things to increase GABA are ashwagandha which I think I had a bag of, but I mixed it all together with other stuff, which maybe I could still use. 
L-theanine, which I took a bit of, don't have taurine, passion flower, lithium orotate, magnesium, and P5P. So I'm taking lithium. I don't have the taurine, ashwagandha, or passion flower. And and acetylcysteine reduces glutamate. Yeah, so I wrote it on this sheet just to summarize some of the things that I learned and I learn better by writing things down and I'm trying to learn this as opposed to try to having to keep looking at a sheet or something that way it makes sense because to me it feels like this is a way to step on the gas pedal and then step on the brakes when necessary and I'm wondering how it will affect me because usually my my cycle of this goes like up for up for eight and a half months and then and then starting again so it's not like I'm going this and need to try to figure out how to put on the brakes and step on the gas and put on the brakes but maybe just a daily of something will help me be at a certain level and then taking ones that sort of put on the brakes anyway to remain calm yeah I'm not sure how it'll work but I have to remember to do that daily brain training and I'm not that great at remembering and planning to do things every day but I think it's important I wish I had a space that I could set up properly and hopefully I will in a couple of months and then I can really do this better if if need be so I think that's all for today and yeah. If you want to learn about this stuff, make an appointment with Peter Smith of balancingbrainchemistry.co.uk. It's a rare sunny day. some sunshine in my eyeballs, some real sunshine. It's nice. I got my email from Peter Smith with what I should be taking. And I printed it off and it's 21 pages long. So I have some reading to do. I have some buying to do. There's more buying than I thought. And so I'm going to study that and write down what I need to buy and see if there's things that I already have 
so I don't need to buy every single thing. See if there are any tapering strategies. I skimmed over it a bit, but not fully. So, yeah, I'm going to go through that. And in preparation for darkness therapy, sleeping in total darkness, I'm going to put some dark tape over all the little light bulbs in things like this power bar and my printer icon and also my heated blanket pad thing. They all have lights, so those have to be dimmed out. I'm not sure how I'm going to do the whole door and I won't have a window. There are different ways to do the darkness therapy that is more convenient that one can take the darkness away and put it back, but the way I'll be doing it initially at least will just keep it in total darkness for now. And I was waiting for Black Friday. How does this work? Oh. And the price of the blue light did go down about $7. So I might buy that because I'm pretty desperate to feel better. But I'm supposed to have my darkness therapy in order first. And I woke up feeling pretty awful and it seems like the glycine and the NAC and the threonine help quite a bit. And I just called to get a refill of my prescription and so they're doing that. And I have a ton of glass bottles in the back of my car from drinking kombucha. I need to find a place to return that. And the other thing I have avoided doing so far is opening up my new iPhone. I was looking at how much I can sell my old one on Craigslist and since my 6S Plus is the best of the best, I could probably get about $6.50 for it, which isn't bad. One thing I do remember reading in Peter's email was that I now have permission to again inject B12 once a week. Yay! Though another naturopath I've seen told me to take hydroxycobalamin for my specific genetics for some reason. So I'm not sure about that. Time to do this. There it is. I'm surprised there's dust in there. How dare they deliver the iPhone with 
I almost dropped it. Hmm. I tried to press the home screen button. There is no button. I wonder if I'm supposed to charge it first. Press something and it's turning on. see how it compares. Oh, it's quite a bit smaller. Select your region. Canada. If you have an iPhone, blah, 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 bring it nearby to sign in automatically. If you want, you can also set it. Well, it's, I'm bringing it nearby. Why isn't it starting? Maybe I have to turn off this camera. Let's see. Last night, I set up darkness therapy. Sleeping in total darkness. And it was strange. It was so dark in my room. It was kind of difficult to fall asleep. I felt this sensation in my third eye area. And I read something about how the pineal gland produces light. And I think that, well, it kind of felt like my pineal gland was searching for light. And there was none around when usually there's some. And when I woke up in the morning, the shade on the window wasn't keeping all the light out. So I will have to fix that if I want to keep it totally dark for the whole time. It was enough to keep the ambient light out, but not all the light of the day. And also the way I set it up on the door is a bit awkward, so I'm going to possibly utilize the box that this stuff came in in order to try to rig something that can be more easily moved. And I haven't been to the forest in a while. That's the other thing. I think I woke up probably around 10, but then I felt so tired. I went back to sleep until noon, and I haven't done that. And then I felt really, really depressed. So I think I'm experiencing some of what the darkness therapy helps to do. It is something that is the opposite of inducing mania. So something that is the opposite a mania could create a little bit of depression and the point of it is to keep mania under wraps but right now I'm in depression so it definitely accentuated that and amplified that which means it could work if I ever am in a mania to spend time in total darkness could 
be an antidote to that. It doesn't really list too many antidotes of psychosis. Darkness therapy is one. Vitamin B12 is another. I'm not sure what else is directly linked to psychosis, but perhaps if I don't get too hypomanic, then I won't tip over into psychosis. Because one of the things that happens generally is I sort of scare myself with my own thoughts and ideas at some point because of that mania. And I do have bipolar one, but it doesn't really feel like a hypermania to me because I don't run off and do dangerous things and things like that. But I'm not sure. And I'm thinking that I might try to get in shape. I'm supposed to be eating a low GI diet, taking these remedies and things, so maybe I could work out and stuff. And I often say things and then I never follow through because I forget. But perhaps I will try this. I'm not sure what else to do with my time. I am doing the business course, but my brain's not working very well. and. In a depression, I just don't even give a crap right now. So, I'll keep on trying to do it, but we'll see what happens. When my brain is running faster, it's a lot easier, so I'll see if these supplements help. I ordered quite a few and Some of them are things that promote neuroplasticity, and exercise helps with that too. So we'll see if I can get into it. These, these supplements might give me a boost. And so if they do, what am I gonna do with that boost? Usually I go into ideas and things like that. And I've done a lot of that over the last year and a half, and I think I need to go back to ignoring it. And just imagine none of it's important. And I'm okay with that. This is me 
doing not very well at all. Yesterday I was in bed all day and slept all last night and the night before I slept all of the night so I haven't had any motivation and today my parcels arrived to start taking some of the supplements recommended by Peter Smith. So I'm going to open those now and see what I can start taking and see if I feel anything immediately because right now I feel like shit. Not wanting to do anything, not knowing what to do next. And I'm feeling like I'm going to return this iPhone because I need the money. This is what I got from iHerb. I got kelp, and this is for iodine. And skullcap, which is also called scutellaria or something. Brain Shield Gastrodin. This was kind of expensive, but I liked what it said in the description. So I got this. And last but not least, I got a probiotic. This one. This is what I got from Vitacost. Melatonin. Tyrosine. This is for later. This is for nighttime. Rhodiola. This is for now. CDP choline. Can't remember what it does exactly. DLPA. DL phenylalanine. This goes with the tyrosine. Taurine. Look at all the taurine. This is for now. B12. L-tryptophan. This is one of the ones that can't be taken with antidepressants, and I'm currently taking an antidepressant for sleep. So not now. Omega-3. This is for now. I have a second L-tyrosine for later. St. John's Ward, this also cannot be taken with antidepressants, so that goes with the tryptophan. Alpha-GPC, I'll have to look this one up again. Sunflower lecithin, this is to calm down from a mania. Glycine. This was really helping and then I ran out. Bioperine. It says black pepper fruit extract. And interestingly enough, I read about how black pepper increases anandamide. 
Bacopa. This is one that he recommended I take every day. Magnolia Bark. Have to look into that one too. And this is for if I ever get really manic. I can take a bunch of this to have on hand. And then I also got some glycine powder in case I get manic. And this is more of an emergency antidepressant. And I also bought a little bit of cacao powder because this increases anandamide as well. And these are the meds I'm on right now. Lithium. Trazodone. And quetiapine. And I'm hoping by taking all of this which I cleared some shelf space for right over there that I'll be able to stop taking these and I don't know if that's true but my goal right now isn't to stop taking these my goal is to feel better to be able to feel like I can do something in a day so this is the spreadsheet that I made here and whether it's antidepressant or anti-manic or both and sort of when I started and it was supposed to be if it was with or between or before food but it's not really that and special instructions And whether it's daily, depression, or mania, or psychosis. So not everything is everywhere that it needs to be, but it's a good idea of what needs to happen. So the omega-3 I was supposed to take at the beginning of a meal, and... I'm going to take taurine. And two glycine. Also going to take a rhodiola. And I'm pretty sure he also said take one of these every day. 
says take one twice a day, preferably with breakfast and lunch. So this probably gives some energy. Now I'm going to take some of the other supplements I already had, which are over here. Last night I slept for 15 hours. So this darkness thing really makes one sleep. That's my darkness blind right now. And as you can see, some of the light comes through. So it's supposed to be total darkness, and it is when it's dark out and there's only a little bit of light from the outside trying to come in. But in the morning when the sun rises, major light coming through, I'll show you. That's not total darkness. It's definitely enough darkness to make me sleep 13 hours and Peter Smith recommends around 10 hours of total darkness combining like seven hours of sleep with three hours of wearing those amber glasses and I checked and I'll get the amber glasses December 13th and my bright blue light is out for delivery today which is great because I think the blue light will help to counteract some of the darkness thing and I kind of like sleeping in total darkness but it makes me feel like I don't want to get up so today I think I'm gonna fix this and make it so that doesn't shine through. I'm going to cut the bottom part off and then use that to block the sides more. And then if that doesn't block all of it, I'm going to put another blind on top of that blind and do another layer on the side here too. Just to have the total, total darkness effect. And then blast myself with the blue light when I wake up. And taking a bunch of the supplements. Today I took taurine, NAC, that's on an empty stomach. I took this on an empty stomach. This one is supposed to be on an empty stomach. The bio purine. And it's an hour before a meal with a vitamin. I didn't take it with a vitamin today. And then I noticed this rhodiola is on an empty stomach too, but I messed that up. So I'll take it now because I only had an apple. And that doesn't take very long to go through the stomach. I took glycine. I took vitamin C. I didn't take this yet. I don't think. I took this Bacopa and magnesium. Two of these. I have to take two more later. And I have to take three more of these later. So there's ones. It's really tricky. Some are on an empty stomach. 
some are with food, some are twice a day, some are once a day. Um, I cook skullcap and magnolia bark and this one, brain shield. And at some point I'm going to switch over to lithium orotate. He says that one can do that straight on, just switch and be done. And first I'm going to do my blood test for my lithium levels. And I still need to take my probiotic. That one's between meals. So this is when it gets kind of complicated when some are empty stomach. This one is also between meals. And this is sort of an emergency antidepressant. But I'm pretty low, so I might not take that. I sort of want to see what effect the blue light has on all of this before I try the tyrosine and the DL-phenylalanine. And then I can't try the St. John's Ward and tryptophan until I'm off the antidepressant for sleep, which is trazodone. And maybe I'll fall asleep a lot easier now that there's this darkness. So I made it so I can taper off the Seroquel and also the Trazodone. spreadsheet with the instructions but there's so many it's hard to keep track like N-acetylcysteine NAC I have to take that one six days a week and not seven so there's these little nuances everywhere and I'm probably gonna mess stuff up and I have to remember to take some curcumin or turmeric it says it preserves the lifespan of dopamine and polygala is something that is on the way I had to get that from a site called no tropics depot and other than that I'm waiting for the multivitamin which I got from Amazon and I've done eight days of the hypothalamic pituitary axis relaxation exercise. I have to do 50 hours, which is 100 in a row. And yeah, 
And I could also try the aspirin thing. So I'm going to study some of the cue cards I made with some extra information and rig up this window a little bit better. Not that I need it, not that I need more darkness for sleep, but it might be good because then I can be a little bit more assertive with the blue light. And yeah, this weekend was rough. I spent a whole day in bed and then I was up yesterday and then today I slept till like 1.30. So we'll see how some of this stuff starts to work because I'm kind of at my worst in a way. We'll see how I can shift this, if I can shift it quickly. I got my blue light. Thank you for listening to Bipolar Inquiry. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember, use your voice, craft your consciousness, embody your potential, enter a quantum paradigm. The Bipolar Inquiry podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information in this show is not medical advice. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.